Hello and welcome, and welcome back to The Right Angle. Two-thirds of us are here tonight. It's the G-Man and it's Mo. And I was trying to do some math. Since we're one person short, do we have to do 33% more or 50% more? Uh, without him being around, I would say 100% more because he's that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is right. All right. Well, there is just so much going on in the news, out of the news, and the G-Man has got something to kick us off. I sure do. And it has nothing to do with the news. Hope some of you people are grateful for that. I got something in the mail, and I will preface this by saying that I really, really like my insurance agent. And this may have nothing to do with him other than the insurance that he sells, but I got this uh, corporate form letter that uh, he sent to me, and it says, um, drive safe and save based on how you drive today, tomorrow, and every day after that. And I thought, gee whiz, how do they do that? So I look over to the side here, and they say, this is how you set it up. You download an app and enroll through their insurance company, you set up with a beacon that they send you, and then you bring your phone on every trip you take in your car. Your Bluetooth will know your location, your activity, and automatically record all of your trips. Now, <laughs> uh, this is, this is Big Brother. Uh, people hear that, and a lot of times they th it's like white noise to them. Oh, yeah, Big Brother. Everyone thinks everything's Big Brother. This is Big Brother here with an insurance company that asks you to put in something into your Bluetooth in your car so they can find out where you're going and how you're getting there. People, people don't they don't think this stuff through like I do because I'm like, as I've said before, I'm like a fighter pilot when I'm driving. You know, I'm I'm aware of everything. Now, they're going to be having this Bluetooth app in my car, and they're going to know exactly how many times I change lanes, how many times I pass cars, and how fast I'm going on the areas that I should be going slower in. <laughs> And I don't like that at all. And I don't know how that's going to save me on my insurance when they find out how I drive. As a matter of fact, I think it's going to drive my insurance rates through the roof. Well, let, let me say that in all full disclosure, man, I, I bet it was six or eight years ago when it could have been the same insurance company because that sounds like the trademark name. And it was a lower tech version of this that you put in your car and you kind of attached to something it, it wasn't bluetooth and it wasn't through your phone so i just just basically as an experiment my wife didn't want to do it wisely but i put it in for about i don't know two weeks and so the report i got back is oh you drive from eight to five during high traffic times and you applied your brakes 30 percent too many times if you drive between 7 p.m and 1 a.m and go on long trips that don't require brakes, we can save you up to 5% or something like that. Are you serious? That's so, what they said? 
Yeah, so I did not save any money, and I took it out and gladly returned it to him. But the Bluetooth thing takes it to a whole nother level. Exactly. I, I understand that they can tell when you're changing lanes, and more specifically, how fast you're going when you're driving in certain areas that they know what the speed limit is. Um, as far as I'm concerned, I, and with only half-jokingly, that would probably drive people's rates up more than it would save them money. Yeah. I don't own a Prius. I own a Ferrari. And and I'm not going to be going, uh, you know, necessarily the speed limit all the time. <laughs> right. I don't know how many insurance companies offer a version of that and what percentage of their people they've hoodwinked into it. But I, I don't know if if it's... 5% or 20% or, or how many, but it's, uh, I guess the, obviously the hook is you can save money, but then the B side is they own your soul. Exactly. They certainly own the way you drive and they can certainly say, Hey, wait a minute. You got to drive from midnight to 6am in the morning when there's no traffic on the road. Cause you're kind of dangerous and you need to stop braking as much as you do. And you could be changing lanes down in ditches at that time. What are they going to do with your insurance when they see that happen? It's just like it's an it's another version of the uh, electric company or the power company saying, "Here's when you can run your dishwasher, and here's when you can wash your clothes, and here's when you can use your air conditioner." Just like we had talked about earlier, when they say, "Oh, instead of doing your laundry." At this time, do it on the weekends. It's like you're telling my wife when to do her laundry, and especially on the weekends. You know, come to my house and tell her that, and then we'll see what happens. Because <laughs> it can get real oh, ugly man. when you tell her to do her laundry on the weekends so she can save 0.38% on her uh, electrical bill. Yeah, it would be interesting to know the acceptance rate. And it would be interesting to know, speaking of that, moving kind of to a topic that is really right in line with that. Wait, let me get supposedly. rid of it first. There. Okay, go okay. ahead. Oh, that was it. All right. Yeah. Have you heard the, I don't think it's a rumor, I think it's true that former Vice President Biden, his administration wants to work with phone carriers to check your texts and make sure you're not spreading disinformation on things. And then if you are, they'll send you some sort of a notification. Yes, I heard that. Um, what, what are they going to do with that? That's what, when I saw that, I, was, I just thought, what are they going to do with that? What are they going to say to you, Mo, when they uh, say, you're, you're spreading disinformation. What kind of dis? That's all they've done is spread disinformation. We're not the ones that are doing it. They are. And yet we get we get threatened with repercussions. But Jen Psaki, <laughs> she just literally, literally lies for a living, and it's just she gets one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year for lying. It's pretty crazy. Oh, that sickens me to even hear that. As far as I, she she has no clue. Uh, she's a, a a ship sailing uh, or a captain sailing sailing a ship that has no sails. She doesn't know what she's doing. Uh, none of them 
know what they're doing. And and to to put something like that on the American people, this is America, not Cuba. Oh my gosh, there's another uh, hot topic. I've got a friend who was born in Cuba, and she's been in the states uh, for ten years plus, but still has, I think, some family and and friends, and she is very nervous and a very conservative person as most Cuban Americans are because she knows what happens on the other side of the tracks. And she is hopeful that somehow something will uh, happen on the good side. But when you have no guns and you've got the military who is really, even if they agree with you, they're afraid that they'll just be point blank shot and killed or thrown away in prison if they show any sympathy to the freedom marchers. So it's a mess with the capital M. I saw that and I saw the rioting and everything that was going on down there. And I thought it'd be really, really kind of interesting if uh, somebody in America could come up with a TV show where they take, say, 10 liberals and send them to Cuba uh, to Zimbabwe, to some third world countries and have them live for two months, just like the natives do, as they say, then come back and talk about their experience that they had there, if they can even get back. That would be an excellent, uh, an excellent reality show, documentary, whatever, because as we know, they're constantly bad-mouthing us, and they don't raise a finger. They're, they're saying people are protesting because of the COVID vaccine problem or whatever lack of availability down there when anyone with even a tenth of a single brain lobe knows that that may have contributed 1%, but they've got a lot bigger problems than that. They certainly do. My daughter came in tonight and was pointing out the fact that she asked one of her friends uh, what she thought of communism. And she kind of did a, oh, I don't, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. I said, you, what you need to do with these people is say, explain yourself and tell me what you mean that communism is, you know, okay. What part of it is okay? And I, I this is, this is one step above socialism. The, you know, socialism is horrible and never works anywhere. Communism is totally oppressive. And yet she, doesn't, she obviously doesn't know anything about it, but she thinks it's all right. Until you, yeah, until she's one of those 10 people on the reality show and lives it for six months or something. And yet they're discouraging Cubans from going to the U.S. And yet they're, they're waving the uh, welcome flag at the Mexico border. Exactly. Exactly. They got to come over in a six by six raft, you know, that was, you know, made out of flimsy plywood. And they got 10 people on that piece of board and they're trying to get over here. And we're not letting them in. I, I, I don't understand it at all. It's I, I think part of that reality program should be having 10 people from that country we send the people to come here. 
and then and then uh, of course they would they would run and hide and never want to go back to their country but <laughs> right but, but you know maybe send them back and and talk about it there they'd probably get shot but you know it would it would be interesting to see the reaction between yep. the two people so i think we pretty yeah. much know what what would be said on both ends yeah and and then you wonder if when those 10 people came back and they decompressed and they say well yeah it's kind of bad but it's i i'm going to go back to my old way of thinking or if they would truly be converted uh, I don't know how they couldn't be truly, not truly converted after having been. I'll tell you what, if I went to somewhere in Zimbabwe or some, the Sahara in Africa and lived the way they do, I'd be, I'd be looking in the sky every day for that plane to come and pick me up because <laughs> there's no way that I could live that way. No way. I don't know if, if the Cuba thing will certainly the current administration will do nothing but sit on their hands. So short of, you know, airlifting military people or supplies, or I don't even know what trade we do with Cuba, if any, if we can do any sort of sanctions or if they'll just sort of let it play out and hopefully die away. That's probably what's going to happen. That's usually what happens anytime that stuff occurs and, They'll make examples of people down there, and that's what will make it die down because <laughs> they can yeah, do that down yeah. there. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. Well, on a one note just leads to the other. Speaking of other countries, have you ever spent any extended time in another country? Have you ever had any desire to? I've never had any desire whatsoever to go to any other country, although I did go to Canada once. And <laughs> that's as far, far away from my country as I want to be. And I'd like to tell you a little thing that happened to me going into Canada uh, real quickly here. Um, this was probably 40 years ago. A buddy of mine and I were driving into Canada. We were we had long hair. He had a beard, and we were driving in. But I had a nice, clean, new car, and we got across the border. And the custom guy said, "Over here, over here." So we pulled over, and he said, "Okay, out of the car. We got to look around." He pulled my seat forward, and he reached down. This is this a hand on the Bible. This is true. He reached down and he picked out a seed out of my out of the crack of my my you know my seat in the car and he goes, What's this? And I you know, I'm so innocent. I said, It's a Big Mac seed. Cause I eat Big Macs. And uh -huh. and they proceeded to tear my car apart. Because oh he was thinking of, apparently, as I look back on it. He thought it was maybe a, some kind of a drug seed or something. And he thought I was being a jerk by saying, oh, it's, you know, it's a big. And it was. It was a Big Mac seed. I didn't have any drugs or anything in there. And then he said, where are you going? I said, well, we're going to drive over to Nova Scotia. He goes, oh, yeah? They just had a hurricane there, and they've got people pillaging stuff over there. And, and there's a lot of theft. I go, I, I, I didn't know anything about any hurricane. Why would I want to go somewhere where there's a hurricane? That's when they tore my car apart. So 
after that, I thought, geez, I think I'll just stay here in the good old USA. Well, let me pursue that. How long did they, was that like for 15 minutes, 30 minutes when they tore your car apart and detained you? And No, I'd say it was, as I recall, it was probably maybe an hour. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, they were looking through everything um, inside there. Wow. And if I'd had hubcaps, they'd have taken those off. Uh, I didn't have hubcaps, but... They they were questioning us pretty thoroughly, and uh, you know I I mean how innocent can you look? I, I it's, it's like I don't want to go somewhere where there was a hurricane and everything's destroyed. You know that's not part of a vacation. I didn't know that happened, sir. Well, it doesn't matter. Did you still go there? No. Did you go somewhere? No, else? we turned around, and went back. I didn't want to go. Oh to really? Jail. Oh oh. I was I had one foot in jail over there. You know I got my hippie buddy there with me. And they're right. probably thinking, I can't wait to uh, put them in with some uh, some people that don't like guys like us. So I turned right around and went back. A Big Mac seed. A Big Mac seed. <laughs> that squashed your interest in traveling abroad. That's For Canada for that's a amazing. while. But, I, you know, you, you hear all these stories and things. I don't, I don't, you know, I can see everything I want to see in Europe from here. I don't, I don't need to go touch it. You know, it's all great from here. And uh, I don't want to go anywhere near the Middle East. I don't want to go anywhere in Africa. I don't want to go in Russia, China, any of those places. How about you? Not much. I, in uh, a year after college, my sister and a friend and I went and did one of those six weeks in eight countries of Europe, which it was memorable, but it was just so much time spent figuring out how you were going to get to the next place and what time the train left. And you could you could hardly enjoy where you were because you're always thinking about where you're going next. So it was interesting, but um, have not. the only time I've been back is on a short, well, not really short, a 10-day business trip in uh, the UK. But and other than that, yeah, Mexico a tiny bit and Canada. I, we drove to Toronto for like a long weekend. Toronto was nice. Went to a resort for a convention in Banff and that was really nice. But I don't know how many of the 50 states we've traveled in. Certainly not many of them unless we we're just going somewhere else. So there's plenty of real estate in the states that I would love to just take road trips and see. Now, in the United States, I've been in almost every state, only due to the fact that I would uh, drive with my brother years ago um, on Highway 40, 80, and 10 to get back out to California when he would visit here, and I'd go back out for winters to work in his store or whatever. But I, I saw a lot of real estate from that, too. I, in Mexico, what did you think of Mexico? It was pretty much two vacation places, so... You don't really get a sense of, of real Mexico, but it was pretty much what I guess you would expect it would be, and it was fine, but no burning desire to get a timeshare or anything, which, they, of course, they tried to sell us in, Mexico? in exchange for a free breakfast. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was it was pretty funny. Wow. So do you even have any favorite places in the States that you've traveled to, that you've gone back to, to spend more than like a night the one place that we are going to start liking more is arizona 
because we went out there two years ago in the winter for a week and thoroughly enjoyed ourselves, had great weather, and we're going to plan on doing that again this year. Not sure whether I'll drive or fly, but Arizona is a for me is a good place to just go hibernate for a week from the winter here. I would never yeah. in my life live in Arizona. Uh, it's a, uh, yeah, that, that seems like a lot of places where you just either get tired of quickly the, yeah, yeah. Now I've gone all the way up and down the coast of California and before the uh, libtards destroyed it, it was a great place to be and visit. But in the last, I don't know, maybe eight years, it's it's just literally gone downhill horribly. Did you hear that Larry Elder officially announced he's running for governor? I did. I did. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I haven't heard much about Jenner since he, she, it announced <laughs> and got some initial publicity, but... I don't even know the timeline for when that recall is going to happen or anything, but if he could somehow catch traction, that would be remarkable. Now, remarkable in what way, according to you? If Larry Elder caught traction. Oh, oh I thought you meant could, Jenner. <laughs> oh, no, my gosh. No, sorry. Oh, uh, Yes. That Would it be, though? That, to me would tell me what I have thought all along, and that is is that California went red on the on the Trump election. Uh-huh. I think they cheat so badly and they throw away so many votes that were that turned the state red that they just do it automatically. I don't even know when the when that is, but if he had enough time to um, make himself even better known, certainly he's got a, a big listenership and who knows if some minorities of the Democratic persuasion might be willing to forego their normal voting habits. That would be super interesting. I don't even think they have to do that. I think there's, a, well, yeah, you're right. I think there's enough people that have said enough is enough. This this Pelosi and Schumer and all yeah. that crap is is just overwhelmingly stupid, idiotic stuff. And they can't take it anymore, hopefully. The way they, Biden and company, the way they attack, the Texas is now passing some voter reform. And they don't even distort. They just lie. Once again, they just totally lie. And when you read what's in the bill, it's like 100% common sense, normal, what you would expect. And yet, if you don't read that and you just listen to our non-reality news shows, you just get the impression that, oh, my gosh, they're just trying to totally destroy minority votes. It's just sad. I'm going to be really upset if Abbott does not arrest those people that left when they should have been there voting on that. Yeah. The, he said he was going to do that, and if he doesn't do that, half of the battle is lost because he's going to be, his words are going to be just as hollow as the Democrats' words. I want him waiting on the tarmac when they come back with about 30 federal officers and about eight black suburbans with cages Ooh. in the back. And I don't want the I don't want the air conditioning on. I want it off. And I want the heat on. 
when they put them in those things, and I want them to drive 10 miles an hour all the way back to the jail with the heat on in 99-degree weather. I wonder when they come back, because they've been gone for, when did they leave, four or five? They're supposed to be gone three weeks. If he said that, he had to have said that for a reason that he can do that. Not that he would just say that off of the cuff. I wouldn't think that would be stupid. But he had better hold true to what he said, because I think he'll lose the election to one of those other two guys that are running against him if he doesn't start upholding the law there in Texas. That would be excellent if that happened. You said at the top of the show that you had a couple things. Did you get to both of them yet? I did or not. you still have one other one? I did not. One of the other ones, just kind of a little little kind of a tee-hee thing here. I was looking for a new putter, and I was looking online for it. So I pressed the putter thing, you know, putters for sale, and I went to the putter part there, and and it showed some putters. And then in the left-hand column it said, you know, right-handed, left-handed, uh, you know, and then all the names of the, you know, Scotty Cameron Ping and all that stuff. And then it said male, female, unisex, kids. And, and I'm, I'm going, wait, 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 wait. How does somebody, I mean, what? I, I, I was so confused. Unisex with a putter? I mean, that doesn't sound right. Saying, you know, that you, you press unisex to find out. So I did it. I, I, I pressed the unisex button thinking that there's something really weird about these putters, you know. And it was just the same putters, only six of them instead of 600. And it's, it's who, who comes up with this crap? Unisex putters? For, for, it, it's either men, women, or kids. That's it. That's all uh-huh. there is in golf. What, what is unisex? Tell me, Mo, what is it? Obviously heard of men's clubs and women's clubs, but what is the difference really? And do they, have you ever known putters to be a man's or a woman's putter? No, even? no. I, oh yeah. I mean, if the color is pink, yeah, it's, it should be, you know, a, a woman's putter, but no, any person can putt with any putter. It's flat and it's got a handle on it. Unisex? How many people consider themselves unisex that play golf anyway? Maybe that's the kind they sell for the the putt-putt golf courses because they don't know who's going to use them. I don't know. (laughs) Because all all it is is weight and length, basically, right? That's it. No matter if it's a putter or a... That's it. It's weight and length. Oh, and, and you know, however thick a handle you want on it. But they didn't say anything about that. It just comes the way it did. I, it, you know, people out there in the world that might be listening to this, this kind of stuff, when it sees me, it just, it's like an electrical prod in a bad place on my body when I see stuff like that because it drives me nuts that somebody out there is saying, hey, we got to sell these putters, so let's put on their unisex. Because there's somebody out there that's confused about what they are. That must have not been obviously a manufacturer, but uh, more of a retailer that have that carries many different. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the the place if you'd like me to. Sure. It's the Golf Warehouse. 
They're the one, they're go. the culprits for that. Okay. It would be interesting to go to Titleist or whatever and see uh, if they have a unisex department. Oh, I'd love to call them and say, hey, Titleist, I don't know what I am today. So what kind of club do you have for me? I'm going to be going golfing with my other I don't know what I am people. And I got to have that specific one that is for confused people. What is that? Well, we got one right here, you know. Well, that's what my male friend has. Well, just just use it. Just use it. You'll be fine. I guess that brings new meaning to the word or to the phrase, you swing both ways. Oh, I like that one. That's a good one. You get this. You get one of those for that. Well, on that light, airy note... I think we should probably, even though the time just whistles by when we're in such deep and meaningful conversations, we should bring another edition of The Right Angle to an end. We thank you again for listening and sharing now that we are out in the Anchorverse and the Podcastverse, the Spotifyverse. I don't know who all is carrying us, but I know it's growing by leaps and bounds. And the G-Man would like to close us with... Some words of wisdom for the evening. I'm really confused about what I am tonight, so I will keep this very short. God bless everybody out there, and live long and prosper, as Spock said on Star Trek. And I'll try to figure out what I am this week. All right, report back next week. One more reason to tune in to the right angle. Over and out.